Hey guys, I want to start the show off with a quote by Maya Angelou. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Now, I'm 29, and though life hasn't passed me by, I've definitely lived long enough to know that time waits for no man, and while some sit and wait for opportunity to come knocking, there are also those who seize the day every day, and that's a vibe. Hey, hey, and welcome to the new and improved Good Vibes. For my longtime listeners, you'll notice some changes in the format, but rest assured the vibes are still good. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Good Vibes Tribe. Please like and subscribe on the podcast app on your Apple device or follow on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash robertalexander7. So while I was away, I was taking note of everything that happened on my hiatus And I guess the most important thing to talk about is what's happened most recently, which is I am single again. (laughs) I just have to laugh because when I look at my history, um, I have been in a relationship for all of my 20s, like ever since high school. I've maybe had like a year off here, some months off there, but I have been a serial dater. And I'm realizing that the shape that I've taken throughout my 20s does not fit the threshold of 30. And to tie all of this into the quote that I started the show with, I want to share this story. I want to share my story because I always hope that it's a help to someone. This, uh, my breakup literally happened a week before recording this. Um, and I've talked to my clients who are like my big sisters, my mamas, my aunties, and I've gotten a lot of helpful advice. But one thing that I've learned is that Though we are partner oriented, though we all love to be in relationships, I do think that there is a level of independence that we need to establish before we jump into yet another relationship. At least that's my reality. I've gotten lost in the sauce of every single relationship that I've ever been in. I've probably said this at least twice on this show. And the most interesting thing about this last relationship that I was in is that I had become in a And at least in his eyes, I had become exactly every single person that had hurt me. I know my intentions. I know that the last thing I wanted to do was hurt him. You know, I love him. Excuse me. I probably need to get some water. Um, The last thing I wanted to do was hurt my ex. And um, I know every single thought that I had before deciding to end the relationship. And none of that matters to the pain that is inside his chest right now. So there is this element of guilt because I was not able to uh, keep my relationship. But also, if I'm going to be completely honest, my side is that there is an honest sense of relief only because what he required was more than I could give. And I was getting lost in the sauce of that. I was being consumed and trying to be his peace when in reality, I don't have peace myself. And that was something that hit me like a ton of bricks after I ended the relationship. A lot of things that I said to him really applied to myself. And so I've made a lot of promises on this podcast and some have come true, some have not. But I really want to take some time to just be single and have have me time. For whatever reason, since being a teenager, all I wanted to do was find my match and be married and frolic into the sunset. 
but even now I am a different version than I was on season two of Good Vibes. Like I'm constantly growing. So I think that it's time to just really take some time to get to know myself, like take some substantial time and get to know who Robert is. That was so weird. I never say my own name, but yeah. So I have a whole folder in my phone called while I was away and I would just jot down like miscellaneous notes and thoughts that I had. And the first one is I know what it's like to be oppressed by other people's perception of you. I also know how hard it is to change their views. And in struggling through this, I learned that none of it even matters. Now, this doesn't apply directly to my past relationship. It just applies to life in general. I have tried it so many ways to be appealing and liked and in the end people are going to think what they are what they want to think about you their their perception is based on their own experiences in life and it's not my job to change that and i've spent a huge portion of my life trying to do so and i'm pretty much gonna say i'm done doing that um i'm cool with me i like me i'm like a cool person a great friend to myself and um you know, I'm not perfect. I don't always get it right. In fact, I've gotten it wrong a few times, but most importantly, I'm doing my absolute best. And I think it's important to practice that compassion with everyone, not just including ourselves, to understand that people are doing their best and to support them through that. As I mentioned last season, uh, I'm working at a new salon. I've been there just past 90 days now. It's been three months. And I'm really, I've become frustrated with myself. I had become frustrated with myself because all I wanted to be was perfect. You know, I wanted to come in, rebuild my clientele in 90 days and just, you know, get back to the life that I once knew where I could take trips and travel and buy a bunch of craft cocktails and treat my friends to things. And it's going to take longer than that. One, one quote that kept following me is, the day that you plant the seeds is not the day you eat the fruit. And another quote is that the last thing that grows on the tree is the fruit. So though I've been a little impatient about it, I'm actually grateful for the process because I know that these turbulent times summon change. Period. I know I'm on two subjects right now, my relationship and work, but the two correlate because these turbulent times in work and in life in general showed me just how much self-love and undoing of toxic behavior I need to address within myself. Within my relationship, I knew how to be the perfect boyfriend. I know how to give a person what they need. I know how to cater to a person. But I realized that with everything that I'm doing in life, I wasn't able to provide that. And unfortunately, if I can't give you everything, um, it, it frustrates me. And so I kept trying to because he deserved the absolute best. I have nothing bad to say about my ex. He is the most beautiful person in the world, honestly. But this, this place that I am in right now, I don't have the capacity to give him what he needs and also myself. And truth be told, I'm always gonna pick me. And that's my reality right now. And I don't know if that will ever change, but I am just learning to embrace my truth. And as I grow, as I evolve, as I learn, that truth may or may not change. But I think that a lot of times we go through life trying to change our truth and we create that confused energy and that conflict in our minds. And it kind of keeps us in the same space sometimes. So another little note that I jotted down was, let's unpack that box under the steps. 
Um, so this relates to a conversation I had with my ex. Um, we kind of talked about parenting, and this is a whole other conversation. But we talked about how sometimes our parents can put things that are important to them to the side for us as their children because there's nothing more important than raising us and making sure we get all the best opportunities so they kind of put their issues in a box under the steps sometimes so that reference is to that and so it only it doesn't only pertain to parenthood um i have a box under the steps we all do it's 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 those skeletons in our closet so let's unpack that box under the steps Some of my toxic ways have become a normal part of my life and there's absolutely no way to grow effectively without shedding that old skin. So one thing that I've also learned is that though I love my ex to this day, love him, um, there is a lot of work that I have to do in a place that I have to go alone. And I respect him enough to, to understand that as much as I would love to keep him with me, there's a place that he needs to go also. We, I just don't believe that we could effectively evolve while catering to each other as partners should as well. And I have some friends, I know that one of you is listening right now, who loves to defy the odds and try to be the exception to the rule. And I mean, go for it, but that's not me. I don't want to do that because life is hard enough. I'm dealing with enough already than to try to be my best in a relationship where I know that I am not at my best. If I'm going to be completely honest, uh, looking back on my relationship, I had some ways that were were truly toxic. I have some insecurities that I have to deal with and that I have to address. And I'm learning that no amount of assurance will will get rid of those those insecurities because it has nothing to do with a partner it's and it has everything to do with what's go what goes on inside my own head i've also learned that too much of a good thing can become the adverse effect so for example there's a quote that says too much peace can be militant and i think that that's really relevant to the times because with uh cancel culture being so prevalent if you do anything wrong or politically incorrect uh, you're canceled and everyone's trying to maintain the peace but really everyone is inflamed and hateful and i'll talk about that a little bit more on a new segment but the way that it relates to my life is that in trying to be the perfect boyfriend and try to protect my ex from pain and try my best not to contribute to any extra pain in his life i became a source of just that so i'm doing my best to be mindful of both my actions and my intentions and I don't think that I have the capacity to to be in a relationship and to cater to someone in that way so I've decided it ain't for me right now and unfortunately in doing so I broke someone's heart but the only thing that I could do was end my relationship then or prolong this process and end it later because one way or another it was going to end my point in all of this is this we all have a responsibility to 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 build ourselves up before we get into a relationship we have to come whole a relationship is not to complete us a relationship is to complement us we are humans and we are all deserving of love but that does not mean that we are supposed to use love as a band-aid for 
filling the voids that we have not gained the emotional intelligence to handle ourselves. We also have a responsibility in a relationship to love our partners. And love does not always mean staying with that person. I love you enough to rid you of my toxic behavior so that I can be my best self. And who knows, maybe in the future, we'll meet again. But one thing's for sure, I've learned a lot from my past relationship. I pray that my ex has learned so much from that relationship. And until further notice, I have a responsibility to make sure that I am not bringing toxicity and pain to another person because I get lonely. Good vibes don't always mean good times. Sometimes you have to shake a table or shift a wig to keep the vibes good. So this new segment is dedicated to that. Today, I want to shake the table of every person with a reductive disposition to what it's like to be in the LGBTQIA community. This week, I've heard several ignorant opinions pertaining to this community, and I want to compassionately use this platform to shed some light on things most heterosexual people have yet to learn. Dwayne Wade has an 11-year-old son who is effeminate and could quite possibly be gay. I say possibly because I've seen some femme guys grow up and become family men, so you never truly know. But young Zion Wade has been featured in a fashion show where he sashayed down the runway and was later shown in a photo with his stepmom, Gabrielle Union, at Miami Pride. In each instance, you have one or both parents supporting him and he is beaming with joy. I just want to emphasize how important this is to a child. Most straight people don't know the statistics, but gay children get kicked out of the house and disowned for trying to be themselves every single day. In fact, 46% of homeless LGBT youth ran away because of family rejection of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Of that 46%, 43% were forced out by parents and 32% faced physical, emotional, or sexual abuse at home. So regardless of your own personal opinions of how someone lives their life, ask yourself if you're contributing to hiring or lowering those statistics by disproving the love and support of a child, okay? Want to teach the people? Write the show at chatgoodvibes at gmail.com and you may be featured on the show. As always, thank you for listening and I encourage you to start a conversation with someone and continue to spread those good vibes. Bye. Bye.